It's Tuesday, September 7th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Officials in New Orleans will thoroughly inspect senior living apartments in the city in the aftermath of Hurricane Ida after finding people living in buildings without working generators, which left residents trapped in wheelchairs on dark, sweltering upper floors, Mayor LaToya Cantrell said Monday. Hundreds were evacuated Saturday, and the city later said five people had died in the privately run buildings in the days after the storm. The coroner's office is investigating whether the deaths will be attributed to the hurricane, which struck nine days before. The managers of some of those homes for seniors evacuated out of the state without making sure the residents would be safe after the storm, New Orleans City Council member Kristen Palmer said at a news conference. In other news, Secretary of State Antony Blinken will appear before the Senate Foreign Relations Committee on Tuesday, September 14th, to testify about the administration's withdrawal from Afghanistan. It is the first scheduled public hearing with administration officials since late last month, when the Biden administration was caught off guard by the rapid collapse of the Afghan government and military and the advance of the Taliban into Kabul. The Senate Foreign Relations Committee hearing is set on examining the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan. Blinken is the only witness currently listed for the hearing, and a spokesman for Senate Foreign Relations Committee Chairman Robert Menendez didn't immediately respond to a question about potential testimony from additional administration officials. The hearing likely marks the start of what is expected to be a lengthy public grilling for administration officials by Congress amid a slew of unanswered questions about Biden's exit plans in Afghanistan, including how the White House was caught off guard by the swift collapse of the U.S.-backed government and how to get remaining Americans and Afghan allies out of the country. In Virginia, a towering statue of Confederate General Robert E. Lee in Richmond is set to come down on Wednesday, more than 130 years after it was built as a tribute to a Civil War hero who is now widely seen as a symbol of racial injustice, state officials said Monday. Virginia's largest monument to the Confederate insurrection will come down this week, said Governor Ralph Northam in a news release on Monday. He said, this is an important step in showing who we are and what we value as a commonwealth. The imposing, 21-foot-tall bronze likeness of Lee on a horse sits atop a granite pedestal nearly twice that high in the grassy center of a traffic circle on Richmond's famed Monument Avenue. Governor Northam announced plans to take down the statue in June 2020, but the plans were stalled for more than a year by two lawsuits filed by residents opposed to its removal but rulings last week by the Supreme Court of Virginia cleared the way for the statue to be taken down. Speaking of statues, Christopher Columbus is getting kicked off of Mexico City's most iconic boulevard. Mayor Claudia Scheinbaum announced that the Columbus statue on the Paseo de la Reforma, often a focal point for indigenous rights protests, would be replaced by a statue honoring indigenous women. She made the announcement on Sunday, which was International Day of the Indigenous Woman. The Columbus statue, donated to the city many years ago, was a significant reference point on the Ten Lane Boulevard and surrounding traffic circle is, so far, named for it. The statue was removed last year supposedly for restoration, shortly before October 12th, which Americans know as Columbus Day, 
the Mexicans called Dia de la Raza, or Day of the Race, the anniversary of Columbus's arrival in the Americas in 1492. And twin giant panda cubs were born at Madrid Zoo on Monday in a boost to conservation efforts for the vulnerable species whose numbers have been rebounding thanks to an international captive breeding program. The pair, whose gender is yet to be determined, are the fifth and sixth cubs of Madrid's female panda Hua Xu Ba and her partner Bing Jing, the zoo said. Two technicians from China's Chengdu Panda Breeding Base will assist local veterinarians in checking the health of the pink hairless newborns. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.